Welcome to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. My name is David Schellenberger, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to journey with you and to hopefully provide you with information that will help inform and inspire you. Our podcasts are aimed at keeping you healthy in mind, body, and spirit. This is podcast number 38. The title of today's talk is Where to Find Gratitude, How to Cultivate Gratitude. Well, for those of you that live here in southeastern Pennsylvania, autumn has officially arrived. The leaves have turned beautiful colors, then fell to the ground. The air is turning crisp. All saints and all souls day have passed, and we eagerly await Advent. Before we get there, we have the wonderful experience of our Thanksgiving holiday. In terms of the hustle and bustle of holidays, Thanksgiving is one of the more subdued and rich holidays to be with your family, your friends, and your community. It also is the time of year when we hear about and reflect upon gratitude. What are we grateful for? So many things cross our minds and our hearts. We're grateful for our faith, our church, our loved ones, our jobs. The list goes on and on. But should Thanksgiving be the only time that we intentionally and mindfully employ gratitude? Gratitude is one of the most neglected emotions and one of the most underestimated of the virtues. Interestingly, this virtue is not noted by Aristotle, but very prominent throughout our faith and with other Christian denominations. And what if I told you today that practicing gratitude can improve your well being? In a Harvard Health publication, they noted that expressing thanks may be one of the simplest ways to feel better and to consider some advice about how to cultivate this state of mind. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word grazie, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. Gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in, the, in their lives. In the process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside themselves. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. In positive psychology, research has shown that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. Gratitude helps people feel 
more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. People feel and express gratitude in multiple ways. They can apply it to the past by retrieving positive memories and being thankful from things from their childhood, the present, not taking good fortune for granted as it comes your way, and also relating to the future, maintaining a hopeful and optimistic attitude. Regardless of the inherent or current level of someone's gratitude, it's quality that individuals can successfully cultivate further. Two of the leading psychologists that research gratitude, Dr. Robert Emmons and Dr. Michael McCullough, have done much research in the area of gratitude. In one study, they asked participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on particular topics. One group wrote about things that they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. A second group wrote about daily irritations or things that displeased them. And the third wrote about events that had affected them with no emphasis on them being positive or negative for the third group. After 10 weeks, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Surprisingly, they also exercised more and had fewer visits to the physicians than those who focused on sources of aggravation. Another leading researcher, Dr. Martin Seligman from our University of Pennsylvania, tested the impact of various positive psychology interventions on 411 people, each compared with a control assignment of writing about early memories. When their week's assignment was to write and personally deliver a letter of gratitude to someone who had never been properly thanked for his or her kindness, participants immediately exhibited a huge increase in their happiness scores. This impact was greater than that from any other intervention with benefits lasting for up to a month. Of course, studies such as this cannot prove cause and effect, but most of the studies published on this topic support an association between gratitude and an individual's well-being. Other studies have looked at how gratitude can improve relationships. For example, a study of couples found that individuals who took time to express gratitude to their partner not only felt more positive towards the other person, but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. Another finding within gratitude is in the workplace. Managers who remember to say thank you to people who work for them may find that those employees feel more motivated and work harder. Published in 2004, The Blessings of Gratitude, a Conceptual Analysis, noted that gratitude promotes human well-being by mitigating dispositions of resentment, regret, and envy. 
In the Science of Gratitude article written by Misty Pratt, she notes that gratitude offers us a way of embracing all that makes our lives what they are. More than just a happy feeling for the parts of our lives currently going on our way, gratitude encompasses the willingness to expand our attention so that we perceive more of the goodness we are always receiving. At the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California in Berkeley, a leader in the research on science of social and emotional well-being describes gratitude as the social glue, the key to building and nurturing strong relationships. Notably, gratitude helps people realize that they wouldn't be where they are without the help of others. Robert Evans, a professor of psychology at the University of California, Davis, and one of the world's leading experts on the science of gratitude defines gratitude as having two parts. The first is an affirmation of goodness. People can learn to wake up to the good around them and notice that the gifts they have received. The second part of gratitude is recognizing that the source of this goodness rests outside oneself, that we receive these gifts from other people, and sometimes from a higher power, fate, or the natural world. In other words, gratitude helps people realize that they wouldn't be where they are without helping others. So how exactly do these practices work to improve our mental well-being. In general, people are more cognitively aware of their headwinds or the barriers that they face, more so than the tailwinds, which are noted as the benefits that they receive. By paying more attention to our tailwinds, the benefits, studies have shown that we can accentuate feelings of happiness, optimism, and positive emotion. Strengthening your positive recall bias makes it easier to see the good things around you, even when the times are dark, says Nancy Davis Coe, author of the book, The Thank You Project, Cultivating Happiness One Letter of Gratitude at a Time. So why practice gratitude? Another reason to practice gratitude is it will deepen our resilience. Enduring gratitude is not just about happiness and positivity. It doesn't require you to ignore or stifle emotions. Robert Emmons writes that, quote, practicing gratitude magnifies positive feelings more than it reduces negative feelings, end quote. Thus, gratitude helps you see the bigger picture and become more resilient in the face of adversity. In addition to giving individual benefits, gratitude may also help to strengthen ties with our friends, loved ones, communities, and those in the wider world. The find, remind, bind theory first proposed by a psychologist, Sarah Algaro, an associate professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, 
suggests that gratitude can help identify good candidates for a new relationship, the find portion, appreciate existing relationships, the remind portion, and motivate people to maintain or invest in these relationships, thus the binding aspect. As Sarah writes in a 2012 paper on her theory, quote, gratitude starts inside one individual and it affects spreads to didactic relationships and perhaps throughout a social network, end quote. Social connection is the key to well-being. Gratitude might not be an emotion that it just makes people feel good. It appears to have social implications by motivating individuals to improve themselves. The find, remind, bind theory suggests that expressing gratitude may prompt individuals to pay back the kindness they have received and can also motivate a person to make decisions that will strengthen their relationships. Gratitude may increase a person's desire to spend more time with someone, and it encourages pro-social behaviors. Whether you hope to boost your mood and mental health, protect your physical health, or improve your personal relationships, a rich body of research in the field of social sciences has found that gratitude offers significant benefits. One takeaway, cultivating gratitude can open the door to a different perspective, one that bigger values of goodness in our lives. With practice, we can learn to see the bigger picture and navigate adversity with greater resilience. Gratitude is a way for people to appreciate what they have instead of always reaching for something new in the hopes that it will make them feel happier or thinking that they can't feel satisfied until every physical and material need is met. Gratitude helps people refocus on what they have instead of what they lack. And although it may feel contrived at first, this mental state grows stronger with each use and practice. Before our closing, I'd like to share some practical ways that you can cultivate gratitude on a regular basis. Noted in research previously, write a thank you note. You can make yourself happier and nurture your relationship with the other person by writing a thank you expressing your enjoyment and appreciation of that person's impact on your life. Send it, or better yet, deliver it, or even better yet, read it to the person in person if possible. Make a habit of sending at least one gratitude letter a month. And every once in a while, write one to yourself. Additionally, we can thank someone mentally. If you don't have time to write, it may just be helpful to think about someone who has done something nice for you and mentally thank the individual. Keeping a gratitude journal has shown great results. Make it a habit to write down or share with a loved one thoughts about the gifts you have received each day. This is a great opportunity to do in the evening time or before bedtime 
to write down those things of which you are happy. Count your blessings. Pick a time every week to sit down and write your blessings. Reflecting on what went right and what you are grateful for. Sometimes it helps to pick a number, such as three or five things that will help you identify these each week. As you write, be specific and think about the sensations that you felt when something good happened to you. That old adage from our grandmothers and grandfathers and family members of counting your blessings, it's empirically validated through our research to show that our, our family members from the past were right. Count your blessings, everyone. Please pray. People who pray to their higher power and for us, to our Lord and Savior, show that it's a way to cultivate further gratitude. Meditate. Mindfulness meditation involves focusing on the present moment without any judgment. Although people often focus on a word or a phrase, it is also possible to focus on what you are grateful for. The warmth of the sun, a beautiful song, a loved one. Finally, a reflection on gratitude by the Holy Father. Pope Francis has encouraged all Catholics to change the world by being bearers of gratitude. The Thanksgiving season, he says, is the hallmark of an authentic Christian life. Pope Francis further says, above all, let us not forget to thank. If we are bearers of gratitude, the world itself will become better, even if only a little bit, but that enough to transmit a bit of hope. Pope Francis continues, the world needs hope. And with gratitude, with this habit of saying thank you, we transmit a bit of hope. Everything is united and everything is connected and everyone needs to do his or her part wherever we are. You've been listening to the Wellness Journey podcast from the St. John Vianney Center. I hope today's topic on gratitude proves useful to you. You can find all of our podcasts and additional resources for clergy and religious on our website at sjvcenter.org and click on resources. We are companions on your journey to stay healthy in mind, body, and spirit. We are the St. John Vianney Center and our mission is you.